0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I want to talk about some of the designs that have been coming out for Panini this year. And, well, this year and then into, like, this upcoming year. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. But I'm going to be talking about these designs. And I think it's going to be a little bit of a criticism, a little bit of, like, trying to just figure out and get into the mindset of why why Panini is maybe going this route versus, I guess we'll, we'll get into it. So here's, here's kind of the thing. So first couple designs are coming out for, you know, Prism has been released, Mosaic, um, and then Contenders are kind of the three that I want to talk about. So the thing that I think is weird, so first of all, I'll start with Mosaic. So Mosaic, Basketball, and Football are all, they're both coming out in December. They just came out with the uh, the NFT version of Mosaic football, which that was kind of a big piece of news. Like Panini dropped the Mosaic football, um, or they dropped Panini Panini football NFTs. And that was the first time that's ever happened. And they started with Mosaic. So we're getting a look at what they look at the design. And I think what is sort of interesting is... I guess I'm just... I'm a little bit confused on Panini's timeline of how they're dropping products. Like, it seems like they're... It, it, I mean, it's, it doesn't seem like... They're super behind. Like, they, they're they still coming out with 2020 basketball products, and we're almost into 2022. Like, we're almost halfway through the 2021-2022 season, and they're still coming out with products from last year. It seems like they should have had a little bit more foresight on, like, what the schedule was going to look like or, like, what... And I guess maybe it's honest. it honestly could be because Mello, like, didn't sign until, like, late in the season, so they wanted to push back a lot of products to make sure that he could sign all the cards that are going to be in big products. Like, I think one of the first products was Optic, I believe, that he signed... That was being released, and then which I mean, National Treasures was the big, big product that they. I don't think they pushed it back, but like they needed Melo to sign these cards in order to really come out with a good product. Because like if if National Treasures comes out and there's Lamelo and there's Lamelo redemptions in there, like that is not that's. I mean, not that it really matters because like honestly, at this point, people are just going to be paying for everything. And also, there's a ton of Lamelo. RPA autographs that are in this product, anyways. So maybe that is the reason, but they're they, so they're coming out with a 20. I guess Mosaic maybe is kind of, um, maybe it's a little bit different because they are using the previous year's basketball, the previous year's basketball draft with the current year's football draft, so that's a little bit confusing, and they're using the same design, which, like, I guess I'm alright with, because this is what they're also doing with Prism, so, like, we saw what the Prism design was gonna look like, because they came out with the basketball NFTs, which they released, I guess for the first time ever, they released the Prism... NFTs as like the debut for this year's products for NBA, like they, instead of coming out with a physical prism, which I think, I don't know if they've come out with an official date of when physical prism is coming out for this upcoming year. I would imagine that it has to be after the last product for last year's draft before they would start coming out with prism for this year. Like I think we're still seeing a ton of like chronicles from this year's draft and I think they just came out they're coming out with National Treasures draft in the next few weeks. Like I've I've seen images of it. And and then and then but then for for uh Contenders they changed the design. So this is kind of the point of the episode. So this is the point that I've been sort of racking my brain and trying to figure out exactly why they did it this way. So they changed, like, the, like, at least from the image that I saw. Now, when it comes out, if they change it, then this isn't necessarily super valid, but I still think the point about Prism is the same, but I think the point about Contenders may not be may not be correct. But So they changed the layout of the Contenders' base autographs, from like the horizontal design, which they've used for since I feel like they've used that every single year. Like every big quarterback you see, they have the full the full shot of the quarterback, and then they have like the rookie ticket, and they change the layout of the contenders design to be like more of like two horizontal pieces where they have the player image and then they have the autograph. And they and they I think they've been adding different like pieces to make it sort of look more like a current ticket, but i don't I don't know why they just decided to just change the design, which like this may be like old man yelling at clouds like back in my day, I want i my contender's autographs were all vertical, but like then you look at prism. And from the Lamelo Prism to the Jalen Green Prism this year, the designs are basically the same. Like, and I understand that. Like, looking at, and also the the other thing is that the same with football. The football design is exactly the same. Like, I think in 2019 with Kyler Kyler Murray and Zion, the 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 designs were different. Like, they were they were similar, but they had different elements to them, at least. But then, last year, and then this year, they just have kept the designs exactly the same. So, it's like, I don't understand the strategy, I guess, of this specifically from Panini. Like, I don't understand why you don't change Prism. Because if you look at the designs, they're basically the same. Like, I understand that, yes, they're different, obviously. But if you look at, if you compare the two, if you compare... The Lamelo Ball Prism card with either like a Jalen Green or a Cade Cunningham. The designs are very similar, and then they went and they des- and then they decided to change contenders football um, to like a whole different layout. Which you know, I I guess. I guess at this point, Panini, but, but I guess at this point, Panini's kind of like, we're just going to put out whatever because we're losing all of the licenses. And if any of the companies were to just kind of mail it in, I would imagine it would be Panini. Like, you know, there are some great people that work at Panini, obviously. Like, I'm not ragging on anybody that works there, but like, I think they've consistently given reasons why, like, why it seems like they don't care as much. Like, I think increasing the print run as much as they can is one thing that has shown to me at least that they don't necessarily care as much about the secondary market as they may as it may seem um i mean i think the other thing is like i get taking a picture of the card and like the pictures, like you not wanting to take a picture like front on, but it's like there are ways you can do it. So, like, all their pictures, and this is this is maybe something that I know I don't know if this is a big deal or whatever. Like, again, maybe it may be old man yelling at clouds, but it's like the pictures that they put out of these preview cards, they're all from like an angle like to the bottom. And I don't understand why they're doing it that way. Like, there's ways you can take a picture of a card and even if it's a shiny card, not see the photo being taken. Like, there are ways you can do that. Or it's like, I don't know, or just like, I don't know. It just seems weird to me that Panini has done, has chosen this strategy. um, And I guess this strategy was put into place a a while back because that's kind of the other thing. It's like, when I, I put out a video about the Mosaic cards and half the rookies have... And this this may be something that I don't know. I don't know how easy this would be to change. You know, like half the rookies have their rookie numbers, and then half of like, and then some of them don't. Like Mac Jones doesn't have his rookie number on his mosaic card, and like um, Trevor Lawrence does. So. I don't necessarily know... Like, I I understand that it is a... There's a deadline of, like, if you don't get the deadline in, we don't know the number, and we can't put it into production. Because, same... I mean, with these cards, like... These cards aren't just, like, something they're whipping together and putting into production and having it done in a week. Like, I understand that there's a long production process for these cards, and they have a deadline, and they can't just... They can't just push the deadline. But, like, at the same time, like... There's no way that they didn't know what Mac Jones's number was going to be. Like, sure, in like his, you know, all of his like training camp stuff, he was wearing number 50 in the red jersey, but, and then, and then number 10 is his number. But it's like the Patriots knew that number 10 was going to be his number. So it's like just, I don't know what their process is for getting that type of information. Like, maybe. You know, it probably was obvious for like uh uh, for the guys like for the guys like Trevor Lawrence because maybe he's wearing sixteen in his in his um preseason as his preseason number and Mac Jones isn't. But like the way that Panini uses Photoshop, just like I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess it's this is kind of the timeline thing that I'm thinking about. It's like where. Like I I wonder how hard it is to switch out those designs because we're halfway through the season and they're coming out with mosaic and there's still cards that have zero zero as their numbers. Like I'm just wondering at what point did they put mosaic into production? And this actually makes me think that there's going to be like a ton of mosaic. And we knew that there was going to be a ton of mosaic because there was last year. Like when I put out some information about mosaic on on TikTok. I didn't really understand why the, and this is where I learned from TikTok, but then sometimes, you know, TikTok is not, is not as reliable or have the correct information. Like, I put out a video and granted, like, this is something where, I don't know, people, I've, I've talked about this in the past, people just like to argue, like, and at some point you just have to be like, I'm, I'm done with this conversation because, like, you, the person isn't listening to what you're saying. Because, um, like, someone... I put out a thing that was, like... Um, the cont- I put out this video about the contenders the contenders cards. And someone was, and I said contenders is the most prestigious autograph for football. Which, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that that is the case. But the person was like, it's not even the top five. And I was like, no, you're just... That's not correct. Like, what you're saying is not correct. And then they pointed out a bunch of things. And I was like, well, no, here are a bunch of examples of why you're incorrect. But then they kept just being like, no, 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 well, this, how about this? I'm like, I don't know, whatever, dude. Like, this is, I just, I can't argue about this anymore because, like, I pointed out why you're incorrect. And I feel like at this point, the person should just be like, "This, this person has been doing videos and making, like, making videos and doing research for three, four years. And, like, this is what they do almost full time almost, like, in all of their spare time, basically, maybe they know a little bit more than I do, but I don't know, whatever, like I said, on TikTok at one point, I put out a video about Mosaic Basketball, and I was confused, because Mosaic Basketball, I felt like, is a good set, like, the first Zion and Joss set that came out, I felt like was a really great set that that they released, but the prices of the cards were really low, and I couldn't figure out why, and... Um, I forget exactly who it was, but somebody put out the information that they they put out the, the 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 restock of this like a bunch of times. Like and I think what they did was they put out like a full restock uh of this product and they, for like a couple weeks and then they came out with a whole second round of like this restock and they kept restocking it, which is maybe potentially why I saw so many breaks of this. But at the same time, like I looked at it as a product that was like it had just come out it, it was it was the mosaic basketball was the first product that came out after after all the 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 distribu- this the distribution company shut down like it's got that nostalgia people getting into sports cards this is one of the first products that a lot of people in 2020 that got into sports cards had the opportunity to get so like I said I couldn't figure out why it was so low but apparently it's because they just came out with a second set, like, a second print run of the cards, and that's one of the things that's, like, I think Mosaic had the opportunity to be, like, a top-tier set, like, a top-tier card for, you know, Zion or Ja, and, you know, the Zion... Zion, I feel like that's a whole nother podcast about, like, what I think about the Zion cards and what I think about Zion in general, but, like, those cards specifically, I was... I liked them, and, you know, that was a piece of information that I got from TikTok about why some of these things, uh, why these cards aren't in demand or why they're not super high in price. And it's, I mean, it goes kind of to the point of like, I'm still, I'm still feel like I'm learning every day new things like in the market or whether, you know, it's sports cards like history. But I just think that like, I don't, so the, the whole point of this is that like, we know that there's going to be a large print run. And I think the reason that I think the reason we know in this case is the fact that Mac Jones still has zero zero as his number, um, and what I think that eventually means is that there's going to be a ton of cards because they had to put Mosaic into production a long time ago. And I'm hoping that you know I think Prism Football's release date is January 26th of next year, so I'm hoping that they're that they have been able to change. I'm hoping that they've been able to change the number for that product release because, like I said, I get that there's a deadline. I get that they have to put all these cards into production and they have to get the designs you know approved by a certain date. but it just seems like, and I guess also you look at it, maybe said maybe they say, well, you know, if Mac Jones was as popular as he is now, then you know if Mac Jones was Trevor Lawrence, maybe they would have spent a little bit more time you know getting uh getting that number uh when they were doing the production of the cards like it like cuz realistically going into the season Mac Jones was not the the top rookie like and I think he I would say right now he probably is just because he's playing I mean the Patriots are the Patriots are doing what they're doing like I don't have to explain to people what the Patriots are doing like they're f- almost first in the AFC and then you look at like You look at obviously Zach Wilson, I, you know, who knows really what's going on there. You have Trevor Lawrence playing for one of the worst teams, like in one of the worst franchises, which is super unfortunate. Like, I'm hoping that either, I don't know what they're going to do with him. I don't, like, this makes me honestly super nervous for Trevor Lawrence because, like, he's good. Like, this is the thing. It's like he was one of, and I don't know, maybe he turns into like a Tim Tebow or something like that, like one of the best college quarterbacks of all time. And then he, you know, shifts and becomes not good or whatever I don't know but then you look at like Justin Fields or Trey Lance like they were all like if we were ranking before the season the rookie quarterbacks also because Mac Jones wasn't named the starter I think until you know obviously when Cam Newton was released that was when he was obviously going to be the starter but we didn't know that was going to happen until later on in the preseason I think maybe even before the last preseason game I forget exactly when that all went down but either way we no one was ranking Mac Jones in the top he obviously was cuz there's five so there's the top 5 he was probably 5th like realistically like he was probably the fifth quarterback so like maybe they spent they didn't spend as much time getting that number as they could have so and you know we have I think Mosaic Football comes out the comes out at the end of December so you know maybe in the production of the card which then this makes the the NFTs even even more annoying because if in the production of the card, they have number 10 in the physical mosaic, it's going to be, it's going to be annoying, I guess, that they didn't just change the image of the NFT, which, you know, I don't even know the process from that standpoint of like where, how long it takes to get those, you know, put on their website or whatever. Maybe they didn't have the, maybe they didn't have the opportunity to change that card or whatever. But I don't know. I mean, this is kind of just my thoughts on Panini's card design strategy of what they've been doing over the past year and their release schedule. I mean, the release schedules, I think it's it's annoying to me, but at the same time, like I don't know, like there's nothing they could have done about it and unless they just decided to put out less products, which, you know, they they're just not going to do that like because they they they're not just going to scrap a product, you know. Because maybe there's products with, you know, on card signatures or whatever. I don't know. But that those are kind of my thoughts on my, I think what Panini's strategy has been and sort of why I think maybe they could change it a little bit over the next few months who knows um but that's all I've got for this episode so I want to thank you all for listening uh go follow me on TikTok uh Twitter Instagram YouTube not as much but if if uh if you want to go follow me on YouTube as well go ahead uh but so it's going to be Twitter TikTok Instagram are kind of the main place that you can go follow me. Uh, Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.